All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall um, again uh, with me and Aurora. So uh, really excited to get into today's topics, and we've done quite a bit on Harry Potter and things recently, but we're going to jump into a little bit of Disney uh, live actions, uh, some things that we want to see done, some you know live action adaptations we would like to see done, um, as well as... Uh, you know, a list of some underrated movies, um, just a general list of some underrated movies that we feel uh, y'all should watch out there. If you haven't seen them, haven't heard of them, they're movies that uh, didn't really get the main spotlight when they were out there, um, or maybe they've been forgotten a little bit over time, and hey, go back and check it out, because <clears throat> it's great. So anyway, with that being said, um, let's jump into it here. So first off, we will be talking about um, some Disney movies that uh, we would like to see live adaptations of Um, these are more of the you know essentially the movies that aren't mainstream right so you know disney is making a lot of live action movies they've announced a lot of live action movies they're going to be making they're actually going to be doing a prequel to the lion king Um, and we'll talk about that um a little later as well but uh which i'm very excited for i'm very excited for that but anyway um there are definitely a lot of disney movies that um, aren't necessarily mainstream movies that we think should be transitioned into live action now based on you know the technology that's out there and just the way that it could look nowadays i think they could do a really great job with some of these that uh you know, may not have hit that big back in the day when they first came out but as a live action they could do actually really really well so with that being said, we'll jump into our list. First off, and uh, <coughs> this is uh, Aurora's favorite, um, Oliver and Company, okay? So for those of you who don't know and have not seen Oliver and Company, this is a movie with um, a lot of dogs in it. Uh, it's, a, it's a pet animal movie uh, about a little cat that um, you know, essentially doesn't, ends up at one point, like, you know, being taken away from his home, like getting getting lost or whatever, and um, or not not necessarily getting lost or whatever, but whatever. Regardless, this cat, um, it's a little kitten, and he basically <laughs> is raised by a dog, um, and learns to live like on the street and things like that, and uh, with this other crew of other dogs that kind of live together. Um, with this guy who's who's kind of just a sad guy, um, <clears throat> but very interesting movie, great movie. Um, love the concepts. The characters were always really good as well. So um, you know, I think that that would be a really great live action, especially nowadays with the way that they can do the CGI, make these things look so realistic out there from an animal standpoint. I think this would just be a no brainer to turn this one into a live action. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, I got some sinus issues going on so sorry if i'm um coughing a little bit here but anyway um yeah oliver and company i think it would be great great um you know movie that i believe would be a really good live action aurora is a big fan of it um however don't believe if my memory serves me correctly that there was a dachshund in it <gasps> oh no aurora just got really really frustrated um, it's okay, Aurora. I'm sure we could include one in the live action. Okay, Aurora said she needs to be casted if they do a live action one. 
well, Aurora, they're going to be CGI anyway. So I think we can have one look like you, but not necessarily have you be doing it. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, I think it would be a great movie. And yeah, moving on to the next one. This is Lion King 2, okay? Now, a lot of you probably didn't see Lion King 2. Some of you probably didn't know that they even made a sequel. This is not the Timon and Pumbaa movie that they did. This is actually Lion King 2. I think it's called Simba's Pride, um, something like that. And uh, this is about Simba having a daughter um, and uh, a, a young uh, lion that is uh, the ancestor on Scar's side. And, um, you know, basically those two are, you know, real good friends, <clears throat> real good friends. Um, they end up, you know, falling in love, things like that. Um, and it's a real great movie because Simba is, you know, very against him, um, very against his name's Kovu, very against him because he came from Scar and he's so upset about Scar and he thinks he's going to be just like his his ancestor Scar, and, you know, it, it's just, it's a, a very good movie to kind of, you know, learn that, you know, you can't really judge a book by its cover, that you can't take something from its past, you know, you got to give everybody a clean slate, because uh, Simba didn't really do it in that movie, but really great movie, I thought it was very, very good, um, obviously not as good as the original, but I thought it was one of the better Disney sequels that they've done. And so I think that's definitely one that would be a great live action. <clears throat> They're already doing the prequel to The Lion King. Um, they announced that. So this would be something that could go in line and, you know, make a, another live action since it did so well, the first one. And the prequel will probably do well also. So, yeah, I'm excited for that if they end up doing it. But, again, these are things that we would like to see. We don't know if they actually will or not. Okay, next up, and this one is called, <clears throat> this is actually a, a, one of the personal favorites of mine. Um, this is Treasure Planet, okay? Now, Treasure Planet is, it's a really interesting adaptation to, you know, the to Treasure Island, right? Um it's a very interesting adaptation. You know, if you guys have, have read Treasure Island, if you've seen um, the movie Muppet Treasure Island, that was done by Disney. Um, this is a <clears throat> movie that is a really unique adaptation of that. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I'm just having so much issues here. Um, this is a movie that's a very unique adaptation of that. And it's from a standpoint of being in space. There's space pirates and there's a treasure planet there's a planet made of pure treasure and um you know the pirates are seeking that out so really really cool concept um i actually loved the movie one of my favorites growing up um <clears throat> definitely one of my favorites growing up i loved watching it and you know this is one that was not mainstream you know people did not really really know about this um you know, it's it's got some a cult following to it, a small cult following to it, um, but definitely it deserves some more some more fans to it than what it has currently, and that that's a little disappointing that it hasn't performed so well. But if they did a live action adaptation, especially with the technology and things nowadays. This could look so cool um, if they if they did it right. Okay, and next up, this is another favorite of mine, and I, I've been talking to. Um, 
been talking to my wife about this movie. She's a huge Disney fan, but apparently hasn't seen this movie. And it blows my mind, but it is called The Page Master. Okay? The Page Master is a movie from Disney years ago. Uh, it was part live action, part cartoon. Um, the live action part was, you know, in the beginning of it, and then it turned into a cartoon later. Similar to kind of James and the Giant Peach, how it turned into CGI later on. <clears throat> then it started out live action. This started out live action and then became um, became cartoon. So uh, Macaulay Culkin stars in this film. He is basically... Um, Basically, Rex, like his little scooter thing outside of a library, has to go in the library and kind of wait out the storm, things like that, or try to find a phone to call his family. And as he's like going to do that, um, you know, he's super scared. He's a fearful kid. He, he does everything carefully and doesn't ever want to get in danger or have a chance of hurting himself. And so uh, while he's in the library uh, waiting to or trying to find the phone, uh, something happens. He slips and falls in the library and uh, then ends up, uh, I'm not going to give away all the details, but ends up basically being transported into some of the various books and going on adventures in the books as like a star character in the book. So really, really cool movie back in the day. Um, educational because it actually does feature a lot of those big, uh, big time books that people love. You know, it's got a fairy tale book. It's got Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde book. It's got, um, it's kind of like the sword and the stone uh, type of thing. But yeah, I mean, really, really great job. I think it showcases Moby Dick as well. And, um, you know, I, I love the story behind it. The story behind it is, you know, you, you can't just live being fr afraid. You know, you have to overcome your fears. You have to be willing to get outside of that. And um, it's just the way they tell it was really, really good. So as a kid, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thought it was a great movie, and man, I was so upset that not that many kids my age, not that many people I know have seen it, and um, you know, it, it's just crazy. A lot of people don't even know that it was made, don't even know of it, don't, never heard of it, and I think it would be a really great live action to do um, nowadays with the CGI that that you could accommodate into it. Man, it could it could really look really really good so anyway um that's another great one uh that i can think of and then the last one here this is a favorite of me and aurora okay me and aurora really love this this is probably probably our favorite it, it's got to be close it, it it's it's one of if not the favorite disney cartoon that we have and this is Atlantis the Lost Empire guys I don't know why I don't know why I can't tell you why that it's one of my favorites but you know I just love this movie it, it has a great concept of kind of the, the great like perfect balance that the Avengers and Marvel has right now when it comes to action versus comedy um, you know, Atlantis did, Atlantis, the Lost Empire did the exact same thing. It was that perfect mix, that perfect balance. Um, it had some great characters, uh, very great comedy in it mixed with some action and, you know, really epic scenes. It really made you think, 
um, throughout the movie as well. And the whole concept based on Atlantis, you know, is, is a great a great premise. Um, anyway, so you know, really, really good. I loved this movie. Uh, character development was fantastic. It brought together tons of different, you know, multiple different characters of different backgrounds, different uh, different personalities and things, and uh, it really made it mesh well in how they all interacted with each other. So just really thought that was a, a great movie and would love to see it be um, love to see it be a live action okay so yeah with that being said that is our list of kind of the unsung heroes the uh, non mainstream Disney cartoons that we would like to see be live action and I'm sure there are some others out there um, that we didn't mention but you know that's just th- there's probably so many there's probably way too many to mention in an episode especially if we wanted to get to some other things here, right? So with that being said, we will move on to the next topic here. And the next topic is a list of just some underrated movies that, you know, didn't get the fame that they should have, but some but movies that you guys need to watch at home. So if you guys haven't seen these movies, if you haven't heard of them, haven't seen them, whatever, you need to because it's a great, great opportunity uh, to watch some really great movies that didn't necessarily get the the you know publicity behind them, didn't get the huge marketing dollars, things like that, um, and some of them you guys may have heard of, especially if you're big movie fans, you probably heard of these, um, but maybe these are ones that you didn't think of to get your friends to watch or talk to them about and things like that. So anyway, first up, we have My Sister's Keeper. Okay, this is a really wonderful story um, of a family two daughters um and one of the daughters is battling cancer it's really all i'm going to say about it i'm not going to give too many details on these movies because we want you guys to watch this but really heartwarming uh movie great great story i mean i you know i i couldn't believe how amazing it 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 was because you know i i had heard about it a few times i i watched it in college but i had heard about it a few times before that and i was just like you know i don't have any interest in that and then um, I was in one of my English classes, and uh, there's a book about it, so it's based off a book. And um, <laughs> the English teacher, you know, had us watch the movie because it's based on that book. And uh, man, guys, it was it was great. It was great. It was such a great movie. Uh, definitely uh, one of my favorites from like you know heartwarming. Um, you know, heartwarming, uh, tearjerker type of movie. If you ever want to, you know, if you're ever in the mood to, you know, see something like that, that's definitely, uh, definitely what you would want to watch. A great, great movie there. So please check it out. Um, next, this is John Q. Okay. John Q is probably one of the more reputable ones on this list. I mean, there's definitely a couple of others that are reputable too, but um, this one, it starred Denzel Washington. I mean, what else do I need to say, guys? It starred Denzel Washington. So, um, great film, great acting. Um, Denzel Washington stars in this movie where his son needs a new heart, okay? And as we all know, there's complications with that. It's very difficult and challenging because you know you have to wait and get on a donor list and things like that and you know some of the times if you don't have 
money and things like that you can't really move up the list and stuff and so it's really really difficult so really challenging time and uh, it's interesting to see what Denzel Washington ends up doing in that movie so I don't want to ruin anything but please check that movie out definitely one of my favorites as well Um, and guys I'm just a big movie person so if I say one of my favorites I mean I've got a list of like 100 favorites that I really can't I really can't depict a difference in the ranking between most of them but this is definitely one of the favorites so very excited about that for you, and very excited for you guys to watch it so please check that one out really really great um, film as well next up is we bought a zoo okay now if you have not seen this movie this is definitely one of the ones that is a little bit more um, mainstream out there it did get a little bit more publicity and commercial than some of these other ones but We Bought a Zoo features Matt Damon, and what do you guys think it's about? It's about him buying a zoo, right? So, amazing story of a family uh, who decides to buy a zoo um, and all the different things that go along with it, um, the, the reasoning for why they bought the zoo, what the zoo does for them and their family. I mean, it's just it's a really great, impactful movie. Um, I'm a huge animal lover, and... You know, it just made me really, really enjoy uh, getting to see that movie, not just from the animals, but how the storyline tied in with the animals. So that's definitely one to check out. Uh, I don't really care what type of movie you like. Uh, This will be a movie that you will enjoy. Um, I just, I have never heard someone who watched the movie and said, oh yeah, it was okay. Yeah, they, they really they really enjoy it. Every single person that I have uh, talked to or heard from that has watched the movie has really enjoyed it. So please check that out. I think anyone who watches it will enjoy it. Okay. Next is The Running Man. Okay. This is a movie that um, kind of more forgotten over time because I think it was a little more mainstream back when it uh, first came out. But this is... Um, I believe, and my mom will correct me if I'm wrong on this, um, I believe this is based off of a Stephen King book um, called The Running Man, and a really, really great concept set in a futuristic style uh, timeline, at least what the movie makes it seem like, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is um, someone who ends up getting like arrested or whatever, and when you become arrested... And you're in prison, um, you can, um, like if you have a life sentence or whatever, you have the ability to get rid of that. You have the ability to be free and get out of jail um, the rest of your life and kind of live a luxurious life by participating in the game show called The Running Man. And this game show takes prisoners um, and allows them to um, compete against the, uh, what are they called? Night stalker? They're called stalkers, right? So the stalkers are out there trying to kill the runners, okay? So the runners go into this game zone and they're trying to kill uh, the, the stalkers and the stalkers are trying to kill the runners. And so... Um, you know, if you win, if the runner wins, he gets he gets away, um, you know, from the stalkers. Then he ends up 
you know, living this luxurious lifestyle or whatever, right? And the whole thing's based on a TV show, and people do all these bets on it and things like that, and the TV show's all about the ratings and stuff, so a uh, really interesting concept. To me, it really paved the way for, like, the Hunger Games, and honestly, I would not be shocked if, um, you know, the writer of Hunger Games, whose name is escaping me at this point, didn't get much, um, if not all, of their inspiration from this film or this book. Um, and I think that it would do it justice to redo it now, okay? Now, th- this this is a movie that um, I, I think is really, really great anyway with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Um, and I think you could watch it now, and it's not overly dated, so I think you would still be able to enjoy it. But, you know, it would look amazing, and the stalkers would be epic. Like, all of it would be so much cooler if they did uh, reboot it um, and do it again. Um, but, man, that's a great film. So go back, watch it. That's one that we would love to see get rebooted, but it is definitely still a good film to go watch. So please check that one out. All right, next up, and this is a Christmas movie, okay? And Aurora and I, we love our holidays. Christmas is definitely our favorite because we love to give gifts to people and make them super happy. And hopefully, you know, we are thoughtful enough with our gifts that, you know, they're overjoyed with it, right? That's what we hope to do. So anyway, this Christmas movie is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. Most people do not know about it. Most people never heard of it. It used to come on ABC Family when I was a kid. It's the only time I ever saw it. Seriously, the only time I ever saw it was like it was it was on ABC Family when they did the Twenty Five Days of Christmas or whatever. And every year I would I would wait every night and see if it was gonna come on. And if it didn't, I'd you know, I'd turn it off, go to bed. But every night that it was on, I would watch it. It was my absolute favorite. So this movie is called Three Days. It is a Disney movie. So around the holidays, go to Disney Plus if you have it. You will be able to watch this movie for free. I was so ecstatic when it came on because before that, you couldn't watch it anywhere. And I had to go and download it off YouTube, <laughs> literally off YouTube, with horrible, horrible graphics, horrible quality. I downloaded a version off YouTube onto my computer so that I could watch this movie because you couldn't watch it anywhere else. Um, I loved it that much that I went to that extent to do it. Now, here's the thing, though. It is on Disney+, Plus, like I said, and you can watch it in great quality now. And so, very, very good movie. Um, it is about a Christmas miracle situation that happens centered around a three-day span. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything there for you guys, but really great love story. Um, great concepts there. Um, and I, I just think, I think it's really relatable for a lot of people with kind of what's going on. It really gives a great lesson and a great message to, you know, really appreciate what you have. Um, you know, don't take it for granted. And, and that's, that's a great concept of it. So please, if you have not seen that movie, please watch that movie. Um, you can type it in on Disney plus it's three, the actual number three, and then days. Um, and if you want to find it easier, you know, wait till the holidays come around and click on the holiday package. And I think it was all the way at the end. 
uh, but go all the way to the end and pull up three days. Really, really great. Really, really great film there, guys. Please check that out. Next up, this is a movie more recent. Um, this is called Game Night, okay? This did not get tons of commercials, tons of marketing. Like, the big, giant budget for marketing wasn't there, okay? And that's fine. Um, not every film is going to get that. But this film was totally underrated because of it. It was amazing and it was epic. This did a great job of balancing action with comedy. Um, really, really good film. Seriously. So what happened was me and my wife were actually trying to figure out something to go do. We went to the movie theaters. I think we wanted to watch something and it was it was sold out, right? So then we said, all right, well, we, we want to watch something. So we ended up watching Game Night. And this was... We were so glad that we did. I mean, it's definitely a, a really high up there movie as well on our list. Um, so basically, a bunch of friends get together to play an epic night of games. But is it games or is this game, you know, actually something real that's going on? Who knows? And, and they get into a lot of a lot of issues that happen throughout the night. Um, so really, really great movie, great concept. Please watch it again. I don't want to throw too much away from it. Really good acting though. Um, story was well developed. Uh, great comedy at the right times. It wasn't just a stupid humor comedy. Um, you know, really good writing and things in the script and stuff. Um, so yeah, please check that one out. Next up, this is uh, back to an older one. Um, we talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger earlier. We're going back to talking about Sylvester Stallone in Demolition Man. Okay, this movie should be rebooted. This it, it should absolutely be rebooted. Um, I would love to see it rebooted because it's a great concept. Right, great concepts don't age poorly. They don't. Great concepts do not age poorly. So. Um, if it's a good concept, you should reboot it if, you know, the technology and things around it makes it dated. So I think you should definitely look at doing that. Um, anyway, the concept of this movie is, again, a futuristic type of world similar to um, The Running Man in a way, but a futuristic type of world. Now, first what happens in the movie is we go back in time a bit and we see kind of like um, a city in the U.S. I, again, I don't want to spoil things with certain details, but there's a city that's like basically all ravaged and things like that. And there's this, uh, you know, kind of like a crime lord that um, the Demolition Man, that's his nickname for Sylvester Stallone's uh, character, um, goes out and tries to stop him. Right, and he ends up causing a lot of collateral damage and and whatnot, and ends up getting frozen. Um, in cryo freeze with that same um, criminal lord, crime lord, and later on, they're both unfrozen, and they're in a futuristic world. And so it's it's fun, interesting concepts about how they adapt to that world, the things that are different in the future, the the comedy that comes with it is really fun. Um, you know, just really, really interesting how they made the concepts of the future into a funny but really made you think about it concept um yeah and so some of the things in it were it, it made you think oh wow could that really happen but it it came from a standpoint of actually being funny so great 
plot, great storyline. Um, definitely has some serious things that you could think about with it. You could watch it and see more of the humor in it and not really think much else about it. Or you could watch it and focus on all the serious aspects of it and get a serious movie. So you can kind of get whatever you want from it. Just however you, you know, whatever you want to focus on when you're watching it. So really, really good um, for those reasons. Please check it out. Sandra Bullock also starred in that film. Um, There's a lot of other great actors in that film as well. Um, And you will have to watch it to see all of them that is included. But it's a really, really great cast. Next up, this one is uh, got a cult following. Um, it definitely wasn't the biggest thing when it first came into theaters, but it has got a cult following. It's gathered um, some momentum over time and it's starting to die a little bit now. Um, as you know, those people that really enjoyed it starting to get older and it's not really being promoted or pushed anymore. I think it used to come on TNT or something, and now it does not. But this is Galaxy Quest. This starred. Tim Allen, Gordy Weaver, Alan Rickman. What else do I have to say, guys? I mean, that is a star-studded lineup right there, and uh, they did such a wonderful job. The concept of Galaxy Quest is basically like a Star Trek type of experience, but Tim Allen, Gordy Weaver, and Alan Rickman are actors on a TV show like Star Trek, and it's called the TV show is called Galaxy Quest. Um, and they're the actors, and apparently this alien race, actual alien race, uh, loves to watch their TV show late years away. <laughs> they, they tune in every week to watch their TV show and believe that it's actually real. So when something goes wrong and they have an evil uh, alien race attacking them, who do they call on? They call Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, they teleport them and uh, want them to protect them against this uh, this alien race. So very, very funny film, but at the same time can be serious too. Um, yeah, just, oh my gosh, that, it's just such a, such a great movie. It's got a great plot, great, great context to it, um, really good writing. So yeah, that's a great one there. Next up, this is The Covenant, okay? This is another one that people don't know like people don't know about this movie they didn't hear of it um the covenant is a group of four kids uh they're teenagers and they have this their family is a part of this covenant right the covenant is almost like witchcraft things like that but they develop these powers they have these powers and abilities and over time those powers and abilities they're passed down from generation to generation and you can will someone your power, right? The pa- the challenge is, though, when you use your powers, it ages you. It, it, it pulls energy from you as you use it. So you really got to be careful with how you choose to use it and things like that. But, um, yeah, so essentially it's a movie about them, their powers, um, you know, how, how, they, how they use it. Um, and then uh, someone from from the Covenant that's not a part of their little group actually comes in from out of town and kind of stirs up the pot quite a bit with everything. So really great concept there for um, the Covenant as a movie. Uh, man, there's so many iconic scenes in it. Great action, uh, really good drama with it as well, good writing, and a really great premise um, for the plot. So please check that out. Uh, that's a good one. 
Um, and the last one here that we will mention, this is called Warriors of Virtue. Okay, Warriors of Virtue. And this, go ahead and laugh at me, guys. It is a Kung Fu Kangaroo movie. Yes, you heard me right. Kung Fu Kangaroo. Not Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Kangaroos. Okay. This should be rebooted for today's technology. 100%. Because this was a live action film. It was a film of a young boy who ends up basically getting transported into this um, this different realm. Right? And in this realm... There are warriors of virtue, okay? So they're virtuous warriors. They all represent different elements, right? So one is um, fire. One is water. One is um, metal. Uh, the other, I believe, is earth. And I think, yeah, it's earth. And then the last one, I think, is wood, okay? And so they all have weapons based on their elements that they use and... Um, you know, kind of fight with those in a kung fu fighting thing, and there's a villain that's a part of it, and yeah, it's just really, really cool, cool movie back in the day. Um, some some of the cinematography could have been done better. Um, some of the plot could have been done better. They could have made it a lengthier movie to tell the plot uh, better than they did. So there are some things there they they could have done to draw it out better and actually fully explain it. But I love this movie, guys. Absolutely love it. And yes, it's dated. Yes, a lot of people are going to think it's silly and stupid. I don't think that, though. I think that if you watch it and you can just get yourself immersed in it and just you know tell yourself, hey, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this film for what it is and I'm going to enjoy it the best I can, I think you will really like it. I really do. Um, that's a firm belief that I have. But, uh, yeah, check it out. It's a really great movie. If you have not seen it, it's called Warriors of Virtue. And yes, it is Kung Fu fighting kangaroos. So love the concept, love uh, the plot that it had. Um, and I, I really liked seeing this kangaroos. I really did. Um, I liked the elemental aspects to it. Um, I, I liked the kind of world and realm that they were put in. It, it, is, it is so awesome and, and, and neat looking. Um, so yeah, I would check it out. I would check it out if I was you guys. Um, but yeah, definitely loved it. Anyway. That will wrap up today's episode. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think? Um, so we had two topics today: the Disney live actions that we want to see, you know, that are not mainstream, and then a list of underrated movies. Are there other underrated movies that you guys think that we need to mention on the channel? Movies that aren't mainstream, didn't get a lot of love, a lot of publicity that everybody needs to watch because they're that great, right? Um, let us know if there's any of those, and we'll be sure to mention it on future episodes. Um, and then, is there other live-action Disney movies that are not mainstream, movies that didn't get all the love and attention from Disney that you would love to see a live-action reboot? You know, there's some other ones out there, like the Black Cauldron and things, that we would love to see. But are there some that we didn't talk about that you guys would like to see turned into live-actions? Let us know. You have uh, our Facebook below. You have our email below. Uh, reach out. Let us know what we can do to make the page more entertaining for everybody out there. And if you enjoyed the content, please feel free to like, share, and subscribe uh, so we can get Aurora's name and opinion out there uh, in the movie world because she wants to be taken very seriously when it comes to analyzing uh, films and movies and entertainment. Uh, and she's just very excited to be able to share her love and enjoyment 
for all of this with all of you. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.